Sing Glory! The takeaway of this episode is surrender. Surrender whether by choice or out of necessity. Surrender in this moment to seize the next. Acknowledge the skill and strength it takes to surrender, to ask for help, and to accept it. Time-bound, corporeal-based acts of surrendering heals physically and translates on a conscious as well as subconscious level that you are. Instances of simply being is a step above surviving and the state before living. Sometimes we need to be the bud before the bloom. And sometimes we need another to help us realize this. Definitely a slower episode. Christina prompts a quick intentional movement session followed by a meditation and tarot pool. We went out to go in. Therapy served. If you feel like you're in this place, need to hit refresh, or just want to follow along during the meditation, this one's for you. This is episode 41, Bud Before the Bloom with Christina Youngie Kim. A quick heads up. We're dealing with an overseas conversation here, so the audio may reflect this. Coming to you from New Jersey and Amsterdam, the Netherlands. You've asked me this question, and I realize that I haven't asked myself this question or have actually tapped into how I've been feeling for the past few days. I don't know where, I don't know how I'm feeling. I just feel go, go, go right now. Like, very manifesting generator. Yes. And I'm like, what's underneath that, though? I don't know exactly how I feel underneath that. Well, when you say go, 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 is it your more go, go, go on, like, the everyday things you have to do? Or, like, just creativity-wise of manifesting generator, of being like, oh, my God, I have this idea. I'm going to create all these new things. Both. Okay. And it's annoying. Yeah. Because do you have that where you have your, you've got the responsibilities, but then you also have, you know, everything else that you are wanting to create. And even though it seems there's so much time, there just still isn't enough time and you're being pulled left and right between these two forces. Yeah, totally. And for me, I think what's helped me the last few days is just this, like, channeling my energy into a completely new project. So, like, having my new gadgets of the sous vide and the be more, it, like, totally put my energy into that. Because, like, I was really, yeah, I was starting to get a little, like, stir crazy because, like, I could feel my energy revving up. But it's, like, um, especially on Instagram, it's, like, oh, my God, like, I wanted to, you know kind of focus more on doing like a website or whatever but my book creativity starts to get so um fast like especially with flowers and just nature in general it just like triggered this like artist side of me it's like okay, I have to go more to the artistry and just let it all out and and then I just felt myself thinking like okay but how do I channel that back into what I do and like what I'm actually working on in the long-term vision and it's like I still want to work in cacao I don't know in what way yet so instead of like looking completely forward I just did this daily meditation of if I were waking up every day um what do I imagine so I kept imagining I'm waking up and going to my cacao farm I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go you know I'm gonna try out the native the latest new um cacao flavors and what am I going to use and it I just 
was, you know, I realized I have everything around me that I can use right now, but still imagine that I'm in the future. So, like, using these new things and finding out, like, how to ship and do all these projects that I wanted to do last year, and I just never came around to it because it wasn't the, the right time, uh, made me feel so much better about, like, putting, like, not getting anxious about all the things that I have to do and I want to do, and, like, I should be also sleeping, eating, and <laughs> being present for my family. Um, so I just simplified it, and I think having a schedule, especially with my dad's cancer, um, he, he has a schedule now, so I, it just kind of sparked this, like, responsibility in me to... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like switching a different hat on. How is your dad doing? He's doing good. He's on chemo day. Well, he started chemo on Monday, so today's like the third day after. And his tumor, the inflammation around his tumor on his cheek is noticeably smaller. And he's super happy about that, but he does feel weaker. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to just take it one day at a time of like not getting too anxious about, oh, what are all the side effects and reading all the things that will just scare us and instead yeah. just try to enjoy all the present things. So so he's, he's being really strong and um, we're both being really positive. So it's been, he's inspiring me a lot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. did he like the milk chocolates? He did, but... But I made, yeah, but yesterday I made ganache because somehow water got into my sous vide bag when I was tempering the chocolate, and it just turned everything into mush. Like it will, it just it can never go back to chocolate because it breaks the crystallization uh, of the cocoa butter. So I just turned it into ganache, and it was so good. And I knew my dad would like it because he can't chew right now. He doesn't have enough teeth. So the ganache was like perfect and he said it was better than my chocolate bar. Which makes sense because it's like super warm and like you just like eat a spoonful of it and you have like this chocolate heaven. <laughs> like just right on the tongue. So it's kind of like a, a interesting evolution both of us are going through. Yeah, I can see this influx of creativity on your Instagram rant because I was seeing like you put like nine posts out in one day no like yeah. more than that I know I get like I don't know it's like I don't know if you feel too it's just like this spark of creativity and you just like can't stop yes and I don't want to stop like I can but at the same time I'm I love Instagram as, like, my – it's my journal. I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the time where I just, like, created 10 million things in one day. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wish I was the boiler man in uh, Spirit of the Way because he has – I think he's, like, eight or six arms. It's like that movie by Hayao Miyazaki. And yes. Oh, he's just – you know, I don't want to have separate entities of me because that means I wouldn't be able to experience – I don't know. I, I feel like if there's just more than one brain, I'm like, would I be able to experience it all? I don't know. So I just need to have extra limbs. One brain and more limbs. <laughs> no, 
I totally understand you. And I was thinking about you when I was like, when you were talking about all the categorizing and organizing. And I actually remember I, I, was, I did go through a phase where I was really good at that. And then I got anxious because I never completed any of the things I wanted to do. I was just like, oh my God, there's just so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, where do I even start? That's where I feel like just categorizing everything that you want to do. It's like, even if you can't do it, that's one of the hacks I love. You can't do it in the moment. So whatever I'm doing, I don't want to lose focus because I know that's going to make me feel bad afterwards, whether it's a responsibility or something that I want to do for myself. Okay, this came into my mind, and I, I will take a moment to put it down in one of my categorized folders, and then in my, you know, schedule, I'll make a note of it, and, you know, you can address it on a short-term basis or a long-term basis, but you know that you have put it down and it's categorized and it's there and you just feel safe and cushioned and you haven't lost it and you can go back to doing what you're doing. <laughs> I was thinking, I was wondering, do you have, um, do you ever allow yourself to surrender and what does that, what is that to you? What does that look like? Surrender. Um, I think I'm really bad at that and that when I do surrender, it's, when it's out of necessity because I've driven myself to that point and it's not fun surrendering and I it's like when I'm in that state it's like I know I didn't make the choice to be in that state I actually can't go further right now and I, I need to be still and this is the consequence and you have to suck it up and in the, it's like but you know, it was my choice to keep going and going and going. And then when you get to that point, you're just like, fuck it. Like, I need to surrender now. And then eventually you'll build it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think we should meditate on surrendering. <laughs> okay. Without actually doing anything surrendering we're just going to meditate on what surrendering feels like just so that on the physiological level and metaphysical like you've just done you know you've like surrendered and let's see if like that brings like what happens afterwards okay i mean <laughs> do you feel you're good at surrendering i'm not either because i have a lot of yay actually um a lot i think it just comes from my parents, Korean upbringing, and just like always being in a competitive environment, like as a, like I was a tennis athlete, whatever, but I, yeah, surrendering to me meant kind of being stagnant and lazy sometimes, but that wasn't the right surrendering, so I got anxious from like being stagnant, always thinking about what I have to That's do. That's exactly and, it, yeah. Yes. So that part, I, it was really hard for me to let it go until um, this year I practiced a lot more surrendering where, where meditation helped me to do that. I was just like, okay, like just for a few minutes, like just feel what it's like not to think of anything and like not to have anxiety and not to have pressure when I could go outside and look at flowers and even like running, you know, it's like it's like I want to run more than I did yesterday or <laughs> I couldn't surrender with that either so yeah now 
for me, I think it was just going into nature and then just being like, like, okay, this is all in front of me. I can just be in awe of it and let go of everything else. And that, like, not think of anything. Yeah. And that allowed me to just let go of the things in my body. Like, my body's physiologically let go. And I was able to bring in just a lot more peace afterwards and kind of let, like, you know, the most important things come up to me. But a lot of the times, especially in the beginning, it was hard to, and it still is hard to separate the anxiety, like what's important versus what's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, even though my dad has cancer, I'm kind of grateful because we're both, I don't think, I think for both of us without something super scary and life-threatening, we would just continue the way that we were living, which is right now, the coronavirus time, especially that's, that's the lesson. So, so now we just, we have to surrender. We're forced to. I remember, which I thought was so powerful was that you were, were saying, I wanted something more serious to look at and that something that was going to force me to change because I wasn't changing and I wasn't doing that myself. Yeah. And it's, for me, it's, it's hard because then I put in these negative thoughts of like, why can't I do it? You know, it's like, why can't I do the things I want to do? And I'm learning that that part I have to surrender too. It's like once those thoughts come in, it's just like, okay, you know, everything's fine. I'm doing everything, like everything's, Everything really is just thoughts, and then knowing that there's a bigger outcome and a bigger goal, and just kind of letting all the pieces fall in after knowing that that one big goal is all you want, and usually usually it's our health and our family, um, so... So let me... I don't think, actually, on a daily level, my things like what I'm doing has changed that much but my the way that my mind like my mindset is different now is it like your intention yeah well it's not even intention because I think I'm I'm really good at setting intentions but then I get anxious about my intentions (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait am I doing what I said I was gonna do so it's like it becomes a cyclical thing for me and so I had to learn to just like know that that's my intention, just let it go, and and then just be on with my day. Um, but I just, I found myself just kind of, like, asking myself, is this enough? Is this right? Is this, you know, not actually doing it the right way? And so, yeah, again, with the surrender, it's an everyday practice. Like, it just started really the last week where, um, yeah, I just realized I, have, I can't, change every single thing and I don't need to it's just like as we all know the universe just responds to our feelings and like our perceptions and once we can just be like okay like everything is gonna be fine it lets yeah it makes reality a lot more uh, interesting but enjoyable even in the time of coronavirus I feel like I think we're just so reactive even though we know there's a bigger goal and we have more days I feel like we take time for granted but then we also 
operate and go around with our time in a way where we think we have no time. You can go around with your time in a way where you don't take it for granted, but it's slower and more intentional. But then there's also, you think you have no time and then you're faster and faster and faster. There's coordination, there's output, and then there's insight. And I like it how you've got a manager schedule, which is like it coordinates. And you have a maker schedule, which is output, and the learner's lifestyle, which is insight. You can block out your days or your weeks or months or years like that. Wow. I love that. I love what you just said. That was so perfect. There has to be like a book or something on this. Yes, I love that. Okay, manager schedule, learner schedule, and maker schedule. <laughs> I like the word lifestyle more. Oh, lifestyle, yes. I forgot. Yeah, I love that. I think that's kind of like waking up and setting that proactive intention of like, this is my lifestyle. No matter what the current actual lifestyle is, you're, you know, what are the this kind of new age practice, which is something that we know innately as humans we can do, is just like project into the future right now. Like, what are you feeling right now? And we can control our bodies. Like, our mind can control what we, like how our bodies react, especially our stress, but also like our thoughts. So instead of being like reactive of like, oh, like, what is the history up till a second ago? It's like all these things. And then, so before you can even get to that, it's like our ability to get up in the morning and just say, okay, this is how it's going to go today. <laughs> and then the body listens. Or, you know, or that's kind of, that's the practice I've been reading about and believing is just like, but that in itself is a practice and a habit that we have to send. And also to our brain, like it's a neurological muscle that we have to flex constantly of like today like you know we're getting up open the eyes we're controlling the day being proactive knowing that everything is going to fall into place the way that um i wanted to go and i don't know if you you've probably felt this before it's just this like magical flow of like you you think about something just like when you set your intentions for like wanting something when you're a kid like you know you're gonna get it so you just kind of go on your day or whatever you want and then when you when it comes it it just all feels very aligned yeah yeah and I remember when I was in Puerto Rico this is like when I really got to test this like every morning I woke up and I just pretended that I was you know, already living this lifestyle. Like, I'm gonna, I'm waking up in Puerto Rico, which I was, but I'm about to go do my chocolate business. I'm gonna go meet all these new people and expand my business. And I ended up doing that, like, just running into, like, all these people who I wanted to meet. Didn't think that I would, but just, they would just come along my way and we're still good friends to this day. And that magic, I mean, when you're on vacation and you're relaxed, that magic already happened because your body is in this state of of ease like you don't have to worry about all the things that are blocking you from flowing into this lifestyle that you want but I haven't I've never felt that until until I started my chocolate journey so I don't know if 
you've ever felt it or other people have felt it. But I know that I tried to hold on to it for a long time, too. And so I got stuck, kind of. <laughs> I feel like that's what happens, though, when do what your calling is or what you feel called to do. Because that's your role and you're stepping into that. And then that's where your frequency and your worth and everything aligns. Yeah. But then it's like, how do you know? Like, how, for me, I know because I ask for signs all the time and I get these, like, messages. I open the book and it's like chocolate everywhere. <laughs> so I know for myself that, like, that is my calling. But do you, like, do you have things like that that happen to you? You asked me this last time where it's like, where did, when did you start? And I guess I don't really, I don't really ask for signs. Or my start was when I don't, I don't think I was, I can't even remember being like, you know, of a high conscious, on a high conscious operating level. I was always just with a pencil or a pen in my hand. And I think that's why I never second guess myself because that's just the way it's always been. And it's not that I settled because it's always been like that. It's just, I guess I just feel very lucky knowing that I've, always always just been in the right path and I feel that and I will always just ask do how do I feel in my body and I can feel so flustered and be felt feel like I'm being pulled left and right and I know it can be super high or super low like you're crying you're laughing but there's always just this unmovable steadfast root in me this is your path this is your role these are the skills you've been given and it it feeds you so much it feels so right and there's nothing that can break that and that's why I never second guess that when you say like that it feels so right like what exactly feels so right that my morals and principles I can express them with in a way that I bring such joy to myself and feel so full, but also that I see it reflected in the people around me, that I can contribute in a way, and that I feel like people, they have something that, they have a role on this planet, and there's the, there's a corporeal way for them to express it, and it's, usually like a business or in this world it takes form and you know a business or a service a product what have you and then you know you have your demographics and the community surrounding that but if you are aligned as a person and then it holistically flows through and these corporeal expressions and then it holistically reflects in the people around you and how it's serving and contributing to the world I like seeing the businesses right now who are, you know, smaller and they've been doing business for a long time. And these entrepreneurs, like these founders, um, they're just saying, I didn't need to grow and grow and grow as a business. There's enough for everyone and this has fulfilled me and I just didn't need, feel the need to expand anymore. And I've built community and I love doing what I do and I see how it contributes and it aligns with what I want to put out there as a person. It's interesting 
because I understand a lot of things you're saying, especially when you have so many gifts and this, especially because you have this intuition and already confidence in your intuition. It's like you already have all the gifts and you see the gifts in other people, but there is this sense of um, something missing. Um, I don't know. Do you, is that true? Is that correct, do you think? Or like, I just sense that you're, you, you kind of have all, everything you need to have like your own empire right and like you you told me when you were little you always wanted to go you want to go to this like anime school and um i don't know i guess like one question is what happened to that dream and um yeah i don't know do you ever think about that i guess i've been very flexible and not say putting a label on my expression as an artist then, which, I don't know, that's, you know, that's one thing I've struggled with, and it's, I will, I just love drawing, but there have been years where I just didn't draw at all, I just didn't draw, because I was just creating content for other people, or other brands, and consulting here and trying to kind of make it but then not having enough time to put effort into my own voice and therefore not being able to draw in the work that I really wanted and ever since my dad passed there's always been financial difficulty um and that's something we never I mean we had as kids we were very protected and sheltered from the finances but then ever since he passed, there was, we had to grow up really fast. And then it's like, okay, how do I make it in this world where you try and put time aside for your voice, but you still need to meet the requirements of being a person in functioning society. And, you know, you got bills to pay and taxes and not having a conventional upbringing People always want like a, a piece of paper and you need to prove yourself and you get lost in the noise, but you still know what you want. And then how do you kind of go through all of that, but then realize that, I don't know, after a while, I just, I just burn out completely. It's like, I can't, I can't like keep this together because the work I'm making for clients, I'm not behind it. And then not being paid by clients on time as well. It brings your self-worth so low. And you don't realize that either. You know, you'll send your contracts out and business as usual. But I think it's really hard for people to gauge money as energy. And I didn't understand that at first either. And over the years, it really gnaws on your self-worth when people don't show up to meetings or they are so lax on like projects and they're always saying oh our turnaround time is this or that and in the end it's like you're not putting any effort into the design spec that you came to me for and first of all I'm not even creating the work that I want to be creating therefore the design spec I'm doing isn't even something I'm super excited about but I have to because I have bills to pay and like all this kind of stuff and you just get 
lost in the circle trying to like find that balance it's just hard and then also knowing that in general you're just really really like we were financially hit hard after my dad passed and I just worried about my mom and my sister and my, you know my sister hasn't had it easy either and then there were other family members that went through a lot of health scares and I guess just being a human you know being a human is just tough and even then I'm very privileged so my hat goes off to everyone else who is just uh, getting through the day. Yes, I totally, wow. I totally resonate with what you're saying. Like, I I know that feeling, even though, like, I didn't go this, through the exact same things, but family, finances, you as the older sister taking care of the family, and, you know, being there for your mom, it's so much that it becomes a part of you every day. Like, do you ever get time to think of just yourself, like, just yourself, except, you know, like, not not in a self-care way, but of, like, really going deep within, like, what does Rachel want? Like, what is, like, your, like, the deepest, deepest, deepest desires that you can't even, like, speak out loud because it would be, like, throwing everything off? Do you have any, like, I mean, I, I, this is kind of what I want to do in the meditation. It's just kind of let you release all of that, like all of these responsibilities that you have. And also even the responsibility you have to yourself of like, of being something, just like letting go of even being. Yes, I see. Okay, I see what you need is like, you just have to let go of everything, like completely surrender and know that you're so safe and know that all of the past is is really just the past and the future is not dependent on the past. Like you can change your future, you can change your family's future, but just like letting go of like the fear of like not making enough money or the fear of like going through hard times again and just knowing that like you did it but now you're going to do something different. Like, you guys are going to come out of it. And you are going to do it because you know that you can. Like, there's something within you that is burning and it has been burning for a really long time. just needs to be let go. And you just have to, like, allow yourself to, like, to, to free it. And the only way you can free that is <laughs> by completely letting go. Um. So, you want to try it? I'm just going to wing it and lead us into this. Okay. <laughs> oh, like my gosh. Episode. Well, I am close to tears. This, like, episode or this meditation wasn't supposed to be, like, Rachel's therapy session. <laughs> no, it's both of us. Since we have the same birthdays, like, I understand so much of what you're going through. Like, it, it was, it's a lot. And you're so strong that you don't even realize how much you're holding. You just have to, like, let it out and, like, cry or just get angry or whatever. But it needs to just, like, come out. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Yes. All right. So are you in a space where you can dance or, like, move around a little bit? Yes. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit different than the, uh, different than the other meditation. 
Um, I'll do like an awkward um, making sure that the uh, mic is still near, but I'm moving <laughs> as well. <laughs> okay, so close the door. Just make sure you have like, you know, some PC. Don't feel interrupted. I'm going to stay silent. And you can even just put down the phone. But just like, you know, just imagine there's nobody in the room except maybe you're watching yourself. But just try to, like, allow your body to come out with all of these feelings. Like, you can punch, you can dance, you can whatever. But just kind of, like, without using words, without using thought, just let, just ask your body to show you, like, who is Rachel? Like, what is inside? Like, who is inside there? Like, let her come out. And you have to... Yeah, just, just allow and see what happens. And I'm going to do it too because I feel a lot of energy also from the cacao. But let's just see what happens. Okay, awesome. Okay. <laughs> ready? We'll do however long you want. Just free flow. And then when you're ready, you can just um, just tap back into the phone. <laughs> okay. And you can put on mute if you want. I'll be dancing with you in space. <laughs> okay, cool. So, what did you end up doing, or did you surprise yourself with any <laughs> of what came out? I realized that right now, like, my movement, it should just be gentle, and I know that every single day, I just, I need to sweat it out, and so... I will always just move every morning, but not punishing, but it's like I have to put myself through, like, physical hardship, and then always just trying to be, like, output, output, output. Like, it always just has to be the best, even even in movement, it doesn't have to be, like, sweat, and I see that reflected in my body. Like, right now, my ankles are so swollen from the past week. Dude. Take care of yourself and be more gentle. So I just <sighs> focus on the breath and did some qigong. And also, my leg muscles need to be stretched out. So <laughs> you just reminded me as well that I probably need to roll afterwards. <laughs> okay, so this is one of the things I thought of today too. It's like, why do I have to make everything so hard for myself? And it's because it's programmed in us to to just, everything has to be difficult. Like, why, you know, like, knowing ease doesn't exist in our brain right now, you yeah. know? Like, we know how to relax, we know how to fix the unease, but how do we flow with ease without anything? And so, yes, I think that, it was good to observe your movement. Like, I ended up punching the air a lot. <laughs> good. So I have a lot of energy um, today, but it just, like, allowed me to to see, like, my body. Like, I also need to move around a lot, and I haven't been. I've been gaining a lot of weight since, <laughs> since the coronavirus. And more, it's more, like, stress weight. Like, it's not – it's just, like, staying within me. I haven't been eating well. So, yeah, our movement can show a lot of things. 
And okay, just one more. We'll do one more if you have time. One more meditation of just like of actually finally surrendering. Yes. Okay. So I like that. I like how we went from physicality to being more centered in the mind. Yeah, because it's like. You have to let things out before you let it in. And, like, even though calming and, like, getting relaxed is, like, a thing, but you're relaxing and you haven't really gotten the thing out yet. Yeah. There you go. Like, you just make sense of everything. <laughs> well, it helps when you talk. It helps when we talk and it's like, oh, wait. We all know what we're talking about. We just go around in our own heads. <laughs> yeah, like we all we all know it's like two plus two is four, but sometimes we just forget. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, hold on. Give me one second. I'm going to get into this position, but just lay down and get comfortable. You can actually put pillows underneath your legs to um, get your swelling. Oh, yeah. That's actually been great. My mom was like, your cankles need to be put up. And I was like, I know. (laughs) Okay, so get in position. I love laying down. (laughs) I know, it's so nice. (sighs) I have my feet up, too. It feels really good. So just lie nice and Aligned on the floor, just adjusting, making sure your spine is nice and perpendicular to the, yes, to your arms, your limbs, to your arms. I'm just bringing my arms out to the side like a T. Just opening it there for a second, just feeling what it feels like to open your arms. Just allowing the blood to flow, letting your fingers open so that the blood goes all the way down through each finger and back, undoing all the sitting and the curving of our fingers we do all day. Okay, I can feel this. Dang. Yeah. You should feel heat in your arms. And it's good because it means actually your blood is start to circulate areas that were not, <laughs> that was not there. And you're going to also feel this in your feet. So just rolling your feet round clockwise and counterclockwise. Pointing your toes towards you and then away from you. Slowly trying to unblock as much of the physiological things as you can. Also mentally unblocking. It's imagining all the blood in your body is suddenly free to flow everywhere. It's up and down your neck, down your back, through your hips, just everywhere, and then back up the front. Especially the lungs, take a deep breath in and filling your rib cage and your diaphragm. As your lungs expand and fill with oxygen and exhale, 
slowly letting anything just release. Telling all of your cells everything is okay. They're just allowed to move freely now. It's imagining your heart pumping, your brain firing with neurotransmitters. And then just slowly come out of your body and just look at yourself laying on the floor, just completely relaxed. Your neck is nice and long. Your breath is going in and out slowly through your chest and just see the rising of your chest and your stomach. As you breathe in through your nose and out through your nose or through your mouth. And just notice how your face looks relaxed and you can even put a gentle smile on your face. And you're just watching yourself feel this ultimate relaxation. It's knowing there's nothing else that you have to think of or do. And all you're doing is looking at yourself on the floor. And just seeing how beautiful you are. Not thinking of the past or the future or, or why you look like the way you do, but just looking, just observing the outline or silhouette of your body. Noticing the energy around your body. And now, watching your body, but then imagine you're, pulling, you're putting a new story into your body. Imagine you're looking at yourself, and it's like you're looking at this body full of potential. And then just see your body transform into all that potential of your legs suddenly becoming stronger. Your body becoming light, but fast, strong, but also the ability to relax. Now watch as your body rises up and it's just able to move and walk and dance as if it was this perfect body with no stress. 
just gliding around the room. And then the room becomes a beautiful forest. And then it becomes the stars. You're suddenly dancing from star to star, jumping, and behind you is a trail of stardust. You're just gliding around. You just feel free. There's no more body. Just sipping through the air, leaving fairy stardust everywhere as you zoom in from place to place. With so much joy, feeling lightness, and even maybe the air around you. And then suddenly go back into the sky and you're turning into a bird. You feel yourself soaring through the clouds. Just freedom, pure freedom. Looking at the valleys, at the glistening rivers. And just circling just looking at all the tiny people on earth and the animals and just realizing you're so far you're detached from all of it you have so much joy on your face from all of this flying around and you fly back towards your home and you forget everything that's happened. Time has passed. And everything looks cozy. And your family is there. And they're happy to just welcome you in. You can't really see anything else, but you can feel them. Your happiness. And your, and your love. And that's all that exists. Just the abundance that has always come to you and always existed and always will. Just staying in that hard space. Just feel it grow bigger and bigger as you just feel your soul, connect with your families, your mom, your sister, and your dad, all of your souls coming together, and breathe into that collective soul, collective energy, knowing that your soul it has become bigger and brighter. And because of that, your family's soul has become bigger and brighter. Just feeding into that with ease. Knowing that you are a star warrior. You can make so many things happen at just the wave of your fingertip. Just a blink of an eye.
can make anything happen. Take one last deep breath into your nose. Stretch out your fingertips and your toes. Let all the energy in the blood come out. Shoot out of your body and exhale. Relaxing everything. Take another deep inhale. This time I'm much more relaxed. Body. And slowly let it out. And bringing your hands back in, one on top of the other of your chest. And just taking a little nap. Slowing down your breath. Slowly coming back into your body. You're stepping back into yourself, laying on the floor. Slowly putting your hands back into your own hands and slipping your feet inside your own feet. Start to wiggle your toes again. You can slowly open your eyes when you're ready. And when you open them, just see this whole new space. Don't think about anything yet. But remember to let things in with ease. And whatever feels anxious, you can just kind of put it off to the side for the next 30 minutes. And it's really helpful to journal anything that comes up. You don't have to read it later, but just anything that you felt. Just slowly come up into a seated position. You can stretch. Feeling everything come back. <laughs> and welcome back to the new reality. <laughs> The new reality. <laughs> yeah, this is something I think that could be interesting for you is like just ask for help. Yeah. Like not even to people, but just out loud. Just like, okay, what? <laughs> like send me something. Like, what do I need? Yeah. And then just let it go and just like allow kind of things to, to just happen. I think that's also really, it's like really powerful for people to just in surrendering also know that that is an extreme, that's, that's a skill as well to know when to be able to surrender to hone that, be vulnerable in that way, and also acknowledge that you need help because that's how you're just going to move forward. Yeah, and knowing that, of course, the help is within, 
but sometimes, yeah, doing something different, like asking, yeah, like for us, like it's so helpful for me to talk to you and it's like that's the biggest help I've ever had. <laughs> you know, instead of like seeking for the answer or like meditating in search of an answer, it's actually just like letting our conversation flow and then just feel like, oh, wait, here's a thought. And instead of thinking it's weird or like, what's the answer? Just letting ourselves come to that truth or answer, which I find we keep doing. It's like, wait, actually, this is, we just answered our own question. Yeah. <laughs> and there is no weird. I have a positive relation with it because I just, I was just like, I'm just going to do me, like, whatever. I don't have... I'm not going to put my effort into anything that just takes away from me. But for so many people, just weird is such a negative connotation to how they were as they were when they were younger. Like, what people viewed them as. And it's also with, like, good or bad. I'm like, there's just so many instances where it's not good or bad. It just is. So, like, debunking weird. Weird is awesome. Yeah, and actually I feel like it's kind of like a clue for me now. Like when people tell me it like some like crazy or weird or whatever, it's like, oh wait, okay, so I'm doing something right or something is different and that's what I have to develop and like love about myself. It's not about you when they say that. It's like that's just something in them where, I don't know, they might be jealous. Like Christina's just she's her own person and you're owning it in that way and people just may not know how to address that in that instance or they're jealous and that's something within them that they know they're not owning up to yeah and it's like you know immediately forgiving them but also thanking them for like oh wait thank you for pointing out to me like what I <laughs> forgot about myself it's yeah. like oh yeah like, I'm actually pretty good at that, <laughs> and I don't even have to think about it. It's like, I'm just, I have this, like, yeah, that's the, and the like, unique talent. <laughs> yeah. You're just you. Yeah. But, okay, so I wanted to ask if I can pull a tarot for you, and then... You know what? I was literally going to ask that because I have my unicorn deck right here. <gasps> Oh my god, can you pull it for me? Actually, I want to yes. see. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, I love my cards so much. Ah, you have to take a picture and send it to me. I'm, okay. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you need... How I always do it is that I want... I always shuffle the cards and then I knock three times and then I pull a card but the person has to voice their question first oh. uh. I know okay, how do so, you how do you usually pull a card so lately I've just been kind of allowing the card to know what I want without have to having to ask it you know it's like just like what is my like what is my deep question <laughs> that I don't even know the question of or the answer to and it's just like when it comes up I already know what it is it's like oh yeah that was the question and this is the answer okay do you want 
to voice your question or do you want mm, say just I pull it for you because I find that I find that weird well not weird <laughs> there we go with weird I find that difficult you know because it's like I am like you but I don't want my own vibration to get in the way of what needs to come through for you and then that's also hard when you're pulling a card for someone because it's like you really need to be channeling for them and then <laughs> that's it's like, when you have to surrender <laughs> yeah and it's like just cancel I mean you can't completely cancel yourself out be fully empathetic and present in what that person is asking okay I feel like you trudged up so much of like we dug so deep and I was like okay okay just like let all the dust like let it all settle feeling Christina come through yes oh my gosh okay I'm gonna send you a picture right now okay <laughs> oh I love this so much mm -hmm. okay <laughs> perfectly to like what you're getting back into now like you yes. share and give so much okay so for people listening I pulled the card share when you share everyone feels happy and that's just I think that like that's just what you do like you're cacao you, you open people's hearts when I was shuffling you're going through this through dad and you're doing this class today as well, and you have this passion that's just being completely like snowballing for the past, like I'd say almost like two years now, where it's just like it just keeps building and building, and you're finding your rhythm, and then it's in correlation with your family, and like also with like you know, from your family when you were making it for your sister, and you have these moments where you share so much, but then you have to contract back in and kind of realign, and it's all through this medium of just these amazing intentions that you have and through nourishment and cacao and you know farmers and their communities and what they're doing and I just it's all about connecting and sharing and <sighs> yeah you're just a share oh my gosh I love it so much do you feel that that yeah. speaks to you Oh my god, so much. I just, that is like exactly what, um, just exactly what I love. Like, yes, you said it exactly. Just, I love chocolate because I could share and I could share my heart and share my stories. And that's what I'm feeling now, like with sharing with you and also with teaching today. It's just such a big theme of like today, but also my life. So, thank you. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the picture reminds me of childhood, like, this feeling of pure joy when, like, I could stare at this, of, like, the beautiful little drawings and just think, like, just go into the picture. Yeah. Ah. It's also, you're sharing your chocolates, but then through that, you embedded a little piece of yourself into that, too. And that's what I like, because... I think it really comes down to your sharing yourself and mm -hmm. that's where people really benefit from because you 
you were you were like a nurse. You were John Hopkins, but it's like you were you were basically what we were talking about last time. You were like running yourself to the ground, but giving, 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 and now you're doing it in a way where you also receive, but you're giving. Yes. Yeah, in a way that feels more aligned of, instead of like, of yeah, instead of trying to do something for someone based on their ideas, it's like I'm doing something fully within myself, my own ideas, but knowing that I'm sharing what I have. Yep. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I, it's such a big thing for me to do that because, like, like you said, when you also create content for someone else, like, creating is something that's so innate and, like, it, like, it just fills us up completely, but we have to create from within ourselves. Yeah. I feel like. And so, oh my god, I love this card where it's, like, I'm sharing my unicorn. Yes! This I'm going to journal on later. Uh, I have so much I have to like, I have to sit with this. <laughs> <laughs> I have my writer weight, uh, writer tarot deck, um, which I love. I love these just because there's just, um, I like polarities. I like to know like what's the positive outcome, but also what I have to look out for. And it's usually what I'm feeling. So, Ooh, yeah. Have you ever used the writer tarot decks? I have never. Okay. So this is a first. Oh, oh my gosh. I was gifted this and I love it. It's been it's been my savior for what still is. I, I bring it everywhere. I tried downsizing my uh, my purse and I can't bring everything I want to, but my deck has to be one of the things I bring with me. Then it's like, no, I still need, like, these crystals as well. And they're like, oh, no, I need to bring these herbs with me. I need to have a water bottle. I need to have a tea uh, with me as well. Yes. No, 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 nothing fits. You're like, dang. Oh, my gosh. One day, can we just do, like, a a bag comparison? It's like, what's in your bag today? Oh, my gosh. What's in your bag? Yes, okay. I love it. Time shuffling. I'm going to channel you, your energy. Do you have a specific question that you want to ask? Whatever the wavelengths are bringing in. Ooh. Okay. So you got the page of wands. Upright. All of my cards are upright. They can be reversed or um, upright, but I usually look at both. So I'm going to look at what the book says. So the book by uh, Edward Waite is kind of like, uh, it's a little short. Like he he speaks a little bit, um, not harshly, but it's kind of like, I don't know, it's very masculine. <laughs> and the pictures are illustrated by a woman, a woman who actually channeled um, all of her drawings. And she, such an interesting story. Her name is Pamela Coleman Smith. And she did this under the direction of uh, Edward Waite. But she had an interesting story where she, you know, practiced occultism. And it was from the 20s. But she died actually not really being recognized or being known. Uh, oh, 1900s. Dang. She joined the Order of the Golden Dawn. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. 
so she was kind of like right at the beginning of when like tarot was starting to become interest like very big in occultism she went to the Pratt Institute of Brooklyn in 1897 and then in the 1900s she worked with uh Wade she never married she was very she was penniless and obscure (laughs) yeah but she I love the bottom where they said she would have been all uh she would have been forgotten except for the 78 tarot paintings known as the Rider Waite Tarot Pack and she would no doubt be astonished and glad to know that today the deck touches the hearts and emotions of millions of people. Yeah, this is one of the most uh, well-known decks. One of the originals, I think. Yeah, I'll send you her information. Like, she's, it, this is, it's so fascinating. So I love that, like, the drawings, and I'll send you a picture of it. Um, that deck see, carries a lot of weight. It does. It's it's just it only because it's the way that she interprets Edward White's words is so deep and like every single piece of this picture is meaningful. Uh, okay, let me sh- show you a picture first. So you can look at it while I tell you what it means. Okay. So, page of wands. Oh, yes. Yes. So, he is in front of a pyramid. So, I'm going to read to you actually on Google because I like the, um, the Google definitions more than Edward Waits. But he wrote that it's a scene similar to the former, a young man stands in the act of proclamation. He is unknown but faithful, and his tidings are strange. Divinitarian meaning, dark young man, faithful, a lover, an envoy, a postman. Beside a man, he will bear favorable testimony concerning him. He is a dangerous rival if followed by the page of cups, has the chief qualities of his suit. So it's all kind of like... It's a little bit out there. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like he's the postman. Yeah. So I'll read what it says on Biddy Tarot, which I like. Um, it says, inspiration, ideas, discovery, limitless potential, free spirit. Um, so it shows a young man holding a, young, a long staff in both hands as he looks inquisitively at the green leaves sprouting from the top. His tunic is emblazoned with salamanders, a mythical creature associated with fire and transformation. The page stands still with his staff firmly planted on the ground, suggesting that while he's inspired by the potential growth represented by the sprouting staff, he has not yet taken action on this inspiration. Ooh. Yeah. So that's interesting. I love like that. You're saying you're, you're like super planted on the ground with something. But you have this other thing that's like... finally feel like it's slow and I'm only the past two years start to just pick up on it and like hone yeah. on it. I think yeah. this is like the per- Okay, this is like the perfect card. I love it. And it says, in the background, the landscape is barren and mountainous, implying that this page has the gift of being able to find growth and potential in the most unlikely places. He is so energized by his ideas that he can make anything happen and isn't limited by his circumstances. 
Yeah, yeah. Perfect for you. I'll send you the link, but I I love it because it's like so in detail and like just looks at the card to interpret it. Um, ooh, this part indicates that you are experiences experiencing creative restlessness. Notice that the page is standing still and his staff is firmly planted on the ground. He's not going anywhere just yet. You still need to take your creative spark and ground it down into reality so that it is ready to be implemented in the physical realm. You may need to map out your strategy or may, you may need to test your ideas or create a few experiments before committing. It will be helpful to run your thoughts through a filter so that you can act on the most aligned with your broader goals. The page of wands can appear when a spiritual path or journey may be calling you. You have a curious mind and you're intrigued to see where this call may lead. While you are very much the novice when it comes to this spiritual endeavor, you're open to the experience and keen to discover new levels of consciousness. You may benefit from working with a wise mentor, someone who has walked your path before and can now lead you forward. Uh, okay, the reverse says... You can feel the stirrings of something new emerging within you, but you don't know how to turn it into action. You may have the seed of an idea or general sense that something new is coming, but you are not, you are yet to express it in the world. Yes! You do not need to take action yet. In fact, doing so may be detrimental since this idea is very much in the early stages of formation. Just play with the idea and let it grow. Develop and blossom into what it wants to be. Do not force it. Sit in the creative void and allow it to open up to you. Oh my god, that's exactly what we were talking about. I feel like this card speaks to everything. <laughs> Looking at product management, where's Gets and Glory going to go, trying to hash out like more of a streamlined production for that. Looking at my own e-com, seeing all these new opportunities that are coming through in terms of what the pandemic is like actually facilitating and business is pivoting and new clients that have actually come through in the past week. Oh, this is so amazing. Yay, I love it, I love it. I sent you the link, and I like the bottom because it's like, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like, you are externally, you have all the things coming, and you know what it is. It's just like, kind of the internal, the inward, inner work, which you're doing now. It says, um, finally, the reverse page of wands may also appear when you're seeking out new path of personal and spiritual discovery. As it is likely to be an intense spiritual path, you are choosing to keep this journey private. You know, too, that inspiration and understanding comes from within rather than looking to others for the answers. Yes! <laughs> ah, okay. Oh Love this card. Uh, yeah, today was... Yeah, I feel like today was just like... We had so much to just hash out internally. <laughs> Well, I mean, I feel <laughs> like you just completely were like, Christina's a therapist, Rachel is in patient mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was more like, I feel like you're always doing that to me, like you're, or, or like you're doing it for me, like listening, and you're able to like mirror back, and then I just get so much out of that, and I just felt like this time I could actually maybe help a little bit, I don't know. <laughs> you helped a lot, but... Was there anything you wanted to take to this conversation and also just hash out? Because it just started with me, and then I was, like, almost on the verge of tears. Then I was like, okay, qigong, breathing, meditation. Was there anything that you just need to release? 
No, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, maybe you helped me release it before, like last week, but it just like got me on this path of like releasing this feeling of not doing or not being able to do stuff or like just being stagnant. And you like inspired me to like do, you know, and like today, even just doing our like dance, um, like I was able to just do something that I, I didn't do for a while and I wanted to do it so it was like really good for me to release like this feeling of like okay I have a lot of energy <laughs> and I also have a lot of yeah deep fear that I just didn't really bring up to the surface but like do like punching the air I was able to be like we're gonna I'm gonna beat you cancer and like I'm gonna beat all of this like <laughs> yeah that felt really good too to do that so so thank you for also helping me channel and create solutions for for me to do okay i'm going to bring my full force next week and whatever we come up through the next week we'll meet each other where we're at next week i don't know just seeing how this relationship has just developed with your dad as well it, it's just and like you're so vulnerable and open about it and how it's added to your work and how you show up in the world. I still can't like believe the work that I've seen, like how far you've come from our first conversation. Like where what you were expressing and your fears. And I'm like, you are doing the work even if you don't feel like you aren't. It's just like we're so reactive, but I'm just here to say, even when you don't feel like you're doing anything, as someone who's, like, on the outside, you've done so much, and, yeah, like, like the card said, when you share, everyone feels happy, and you're Uh, your gift. Aw, thank you, so are you, I just... You are such a gift, too. I just, ever since contacting me, it's just been so, like, this feeling of definitely, like, getting through this together, like, not being alone. And, like, not in the sense of, like, you know, having friends and whatever. It's just, like, this is so much deeper because, like, I don't know. I know I have a, a deeper connection to you somehow where I'm able to share a lot with you and it doesn't feel weird, even though we, like, you know, it just feels so easy. Yeah. I get to be with you. I don't have to, I don't have to, like, do anything or, like, be anyone. You just get to talk freely, breathe. You get to, like, be your person with another person. And that is just so, I think it's just so, so rare today. Yeah. And it's, like, I've never had a therapist before, but, like, I just feel like this is, like, the real therapy, you know, like, really able to just, like, let it all out and be, like, you know, there's no, like, end goal or, like, it's just, like, just, like, just talk it out and then <laughs> something, hap- like, magical just happens. Like, things just get released and inspired. We just get to channel, we just get to, like, release energy bop energy round and round, like, develop energy, manipulate it, kind of, or, like, not manipulate, but channel it in a different direction or pivot. I just think it's so nice when you have 
someone in Dutch the word is klankboard and it's like oh my god I love that it's klankboard like, <laughs> in English in English they're trying to find a word where it's like someone who can channel back or try and be there for you as much as a person can be in an empathetic way to really listen and just just try and tap in and like be reflective like tool when people can be that for each other you also have to ask that from people as well because they're not always going to do that for you but when you have relationships in your life i'm going to ask this from you and when that person shows up like that it's just so powerful and that's why therapy is amazing yes oh my god it's amazing it's just yeah (sighs) <sighs> this can be okay our weekly club board our weekly club oh my gosh weekly yes. transatlantic clunk board yeah. i feel like people seeing that title they'd be like oh my god i love it yeah we should probably wrap up because i have to um i have to get ready for my one o'clock teaching but i have everything ready oh my gosh i'm so excited for you Thank you. I know I'm kind of a little nervous, but yeah, nerves. When it comes to these things, I'm like, okay, nerve is good because it gets makes me get my shit together. I'm like, okay, do this. Yeah, you got this. Yes, and I do have one thing to ask of you, though. I would love to see <laughs> an illustration of conkboard. <laughs> you illustrating what conkboard? Oh my gosh! You know is. what? That's so weird because I have. Um, obviously, in one of my folders, I have, um, for drawing concepts of things I just want to, like, touch on and hash out, is how, is, like, that concept of another person being that for you, it's in the works. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I can't even imagine, like, oh my god, I can't wait. (laughs) When you're ready. Yeah. That's so cool. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Well, you are going to have a lot of fun with the class as well. Thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to see these little first graders and show them what's happening in Chocolate World. And and spread my magic. Yes. I hope you have an awesome evening with your mom and your sister. Yes. And also your dad in spirit. Yep. And you guys, I think your dad is also... I know, I think he's just super proud of you, too. Even though his chemo has started, I think, like you said, you just, you've got a schedule, and that's strengthening yourself and taking yourself, that responsibility for yourself, and you doing this class and him just seeing you expand in this way. I don't know, I can't step in as a, as a parent because I'm not a parent. I'd imagine that if I were a mom and looking at my daughter, that would give me a lot of strength. Aw, thank you for saying that. Okay. Oh my gosh, have an amazing week, and um, I can't wait for our clipboard next week. Yes! Clipboard session. <laughs> okay, um, I love you. I love you so much, and this is... This was Bud Before the Bloom with Christina Youngie Kim. Refer to the show notes to further get to know our guest. Share your thoughts and show us some love by subscribing, or again, touch to be featured on the podcast. Released every other Monday, thanks for lending us near. Passing on the mic.